What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast on a Tuesday night after the Kings play without De'Aaron Fox. Another game against OKC. It wasn't the prettiest of games, but the Kings still able to score 123 points, and they come home with a W. They are 4-0 after the break. They win 123-117. to 117. Harrison Barnes was a monster tonight. Sabonis did his huge. Davion Mitchell stepped up in the starting lineup. Kevin Herter had a good offensive game, and I thought Keegan looked really nice. Oh. And now the Kings head back to Sacramento a few days off to get De'Aaron Fox healthy. Get that rest all healed up because you got a showdown, a rematch with the Clippers uh. coming up. Friday night, Golden One Center. The next night, you play Minnesota. This is it's it's amping up, Morgan Reagan. It's amping up, oh, baby. I love it, <laughs> Morgan Reagan. How are you? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great, actually. Who am I kidding? I, you, you said it in our pre-pre-show about how these are the games you're supposed to win, and you got to give credit still when you get those wins on the games that you're supposed to get wins. You can still celebrate it. You can still get excited. You can give credit to this squad because how many times and how many years have there been these flashes of good that Kings teams have shown you and you're like, hey, they got to beat this team because, you know, they're even worse than the Kings and they still don't get the win, right? right. And this team just keeps proving game after game after this All-Star break that they really truly are one of the good teams in this league game after game when you lose and you can't find a win game after game now this year when you win and you keep winning game after game. game like the beam be my friend won't you watch the pod game after game I Good job. Good really? Job. Hey, I mean, it was not. You put not me bad. on the spot. I know. I, <laughs> sometimes I like doing that to you at the beginning of a show where you just set you up and see what you can run with it. And I was worried. Sometimes I. Th- so was I. It reminded me tonight of when Sabonis threw a lob to Herder. I went, ah! And Herder laid it up and in. Oh, good. So was I Herder? Yeah, you're Herder. Okay. It wasn't a dunk. It wasn't like a classic Malik <laughs> no. to Fox jam that was nasty. It was, I don't know if we're going to get there, but it got in and we counted it for two. Okay. It still counts. We got the two. We got the two. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 
let's talk about tonight's win. Kings win 123 to 117. They are now 11 games above 500. They're 4-0 after the break. It's hard looking at this record and seeing 36 and 25. So coming out of the break, you beat the Blazers, mm -hmm. you beat the Clippers, and now you beat OKC twice. Again, without SGA, but De'Aaron Fox did not play tonight. Were you concerned when you found out the news that De'Aaron Fox was not going to be able to go? Absolutely. You yeah. saw the way that OKC battled the other night. I mean, I, we were talking about this for a little bit. We had to call Stockton Kings game earlier today. And on the way back, I was saying the same thing. OKC is still an NBA team. You don't know when these NBA teams can just go Dude, off. They've got talent. Too. They do. They have young talent. And then you've seen at the end of games, SGA is the reason why they end up getting a win. It's a big shot. He makes a big play, whatever it is. But it still takes this team to battle through. And they have something uh, that they're developing there. But it's just, it's not quite there. And the Kings keep taking little, little I don't know, growth. Like, they just keep growing game by game. These last four games for them, we have seen actual growth from this entire Kings team. There's definitely some lows from this game that I we do know. have to talk about. Let's go over the highs, and it's the starting lineup tonight. You know, I, the starters were amazing in this game, and it was encouraging to see, I think, the, the guy that we were all looking at to start this game was Davion Mitchell because he got some opportunities when Fox was out just a couple of weeks ago before the All-Star break where it was really disappointing. Yeah. Where he didn't give him much. At some point, they just went without a point guard because Delhi wasn't going to give him anything. He hit a couple of threes tonight. And, of course, he played legit defense like usual. But th the fact that he had 15 points, he did on 6 of 10 shooting, 3 of 7. He also had 4 assists in this game. What stood out to you about his game? Well, I think he has a career high, 5 threes in a, made in a game. So, hitting those three... You know, you you were feeling like, oh, he's feeling it. Not to say that his outside shot should be the thing that dictates his entire game, but truly, that's been the struggle for Davion, right? We know game in, game out, he's going to succeed on the defensive end, even if it is a taller guy that can shoot over him. He's going to disrupt. He does so many things the way that he, his screen navigation, his rotations, everything. But offensively, seeing him look confident like he could be a floor manager a little bit more out there tonight was good. I thought the starters made a point to push the pace tonight, too. Mm -hmm. And without Fox, you get worried about that. We've seen it this year without Fox. In fact, they are 1-4 without Fox headed into today's game. So you're going, okay, are they going to be able to get anything? You can't get nothing from your other point guards on the roster. Davion not only brought out defensively, he was able to play 32 minutes tonight. You know, this is a guy that really lately has been a 10-14 to minute-a-game player. Yeah. And for him to come in and produce like this tonight was big time for the team. They needed it, and that's, you got to give him credit. You know, he needed to have this kind of game. I think we've all been critical lately of like, man, he's not knocking down any shots. And sure. I think part of it, there's many reasons to it, and we talked about it, just he's one of those guys that needs more than two, three minutes to get comfortable in a game. Well, what do you know? He plays the first seven and a half minutes of this ball game, right? Yep, finds a flow. He gets into a better rhythm. Then in the second half, you look at, oh, excuse me, second quarter, he plays the final 7.54. Of course, these opportunities aren't going to be there when Fox returns. Sure. But he can try his best to make an impact in those minutes. And it's challenging. He's got to kind of find it. It's also different for him because he's playing with a different group, right? Like, yeah, you're 
a lot of nights he's playing with Davion, Monk, Lyles, Metu. That bench unit, though, is really bad tonight, right? Yeah, and so that's why him being able to play yeah. with that starting unit makes big. a big difference, right? I mean, yeah. you see it in his game. You see it in his confidence because he's not the only one out there that has to manage things. You know that you can rely on Domas Sabonis. You know you can rely on Herter and Sabonis in the two-man game. So for Davion, I love the way that he stepped up. I don't know to Deuce, and this is something I know we're having uh, Jordan with Swish Cultures on tomorrow yeah. on our daily show, and he's a hooper. I'm so curious how guys, if that's supposed to be their role in the league, but you aren't that good of a player when you're not getting those minutes yeah. as when you are getting those minutes, how do you become good at that? How do you find a way to be efficient is there something that you can practice in the off season is there's just is it with time and experience being in that role but for davion i just feel like throughout the league that's mainly going to be the role and i'm hoping it's here in sacramento that he can find how to be super efficient in those small minutes that he's playing well it was a great game for him uh, of course he was great defensively too six of ten as i mentioned three of seven for th from three 15 points for him in the win. The next guy, Morgan. Mm. Let's mm. give some love to HB. Harrison Barnes, digging inside, up and under, wild reverse, and he scores it. Ow, oh, my ow, goodness. Ow. What a job by Harrison Barnes. He wasn't done. Davion in the front court. Kings five on four for the moment. Open, right corner. Harrison Barnes, he scores the triple. The Black Falcon gets the Kings back to a 10-point lead. Harrison Barnes, 29 points. He had nine rebounds, three assists, eight of 13 shooting. He was four of five from three, nine of 10 from the line. Again, another example of, all right, Fox is out. This guy's been dropping 30 bombs mm -hmm. all the time. He's going 40 in a game. He's been on absolute fire. Who else is going to step up? HB, going to need you to be more aggressive tonight. We're going to need you to attack, especially this OKC team. He was. He was getting to the line, knocking mm. down his shots. Woof. I love the way that he was getting to the line, right? We know how strong Harrison Barnes is, but on nights like this, you just said it. When you have to step up to another level, there's no one else. What else are you going to do? He really stepped up as a leader. He stepped up as a scorer. He stepped up as a guy that was going to create and then also make sure that he was flaring out, being open for three and knocking down those shots as well. I loved what we saw from Harrison Barnes. But what I also love is knowing that he has that no matter what, but he's got it for when De'Aaron and Sabonis don't have it, right? Like he knows his role when those two are on the floor and can be productive and contribute at such a high level when he is needed. Just a vet, just a pro. Yeah, he was really awesome in this game for Sacramento. I feel like we're going up and down the starting lineup and going, oh, yeah, this guy was awesome, this guy was awesome because the starters were really, really good in this game. In fact, that starting group, the final 655 of the game, they did not miss a shot. Seven of seven. That's from our guy, Will Z, dropping that nugget on social media. And, yeah, it was one of those things that they had to rely on their starters in this game to play in some significant minutes. End of this trip where it's kind of, you know, it's kind of drawn out. You played some competitive games. That, uh, that long game you had against the Clippers <laughs> the other night. The battle against OKC the other night. And then tonight, 
HB gives him 37 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's exactly you. The way that these guys step up for one another, truly like you talk about that with not necessarily having tired legs. I didn't see guys out there look fatigued, but at the same time, after that Clippers game, I was like, when is it going to hit them, right? I mean, there are so many players playing over 40 minutes in that double overtime win. Then you're taking on OKC, who went at them, you know, tried picking up their pace, tried staying with the Sacramento Kings, wore them out a little bit in that last game. They came out engaged, ready to go again. I'm just, that's what I think I've been most impressed with, even this little road trip, Mm. is the way that they've come out each game, right? I mean, obviously in Portland or with Portland, they, it was a slower start. It wasn't a good first quarter, but they faced adversity, turned things around. You're starting to see them just come out, smack people in the face, play their game, play their pace. Yeah, here's what Mike Brown had to say after the win tonight. Uh, great job by our guys uh, coming in here and getting a win, uh, especially with, with, with Foxy sitting out. I, and, you know, I kind of challenged the guys before the game. I said, uh, I said, we got to get greedy. And, um, you know, when you're greedy in situations like this, that means you have a chance to be great. Because we could have said, hey, Fox is not playing. You know, SGA is not playing. If we lose this game, it's okay because we're 2-1 and one on the trip and we're still sitting comfortably in third and go through the motions and let's get, get, get back home, <laughs> you know. Uh, but our guys... They came with a little bit of an edge tonight, and uh, so they played greedy. And uh, that's what excites me about this team is, you know, knowing that, knowing what's at stake and still coming and performing the way that they did and getting the win and finish this trip off the right way uh, gets me really excited about the group. Yeah, and he should be excited. It goes to what you're just saying, Morgan. It's like, I don't know if it's an approach. I, You know, we had that that cut from Terrence Davis after mm. uh, what was it, the Blazers game. He was yeah. just talking about how over the all-star break, he was just thinking about the significance of what the playoffs would mean for this organization. Yeah. And it seems like all these guys are kind of like, yeah, we can't be messing around here. Like, obviously the Kings are going to lose some games at some point <laughs> post all-star break, but you, you just need to put yourself in a position to keep building and create that separation in the standings. Because now all of a sudden you got teams like the Lakers they just lost LeBron. How long is he going to be out? They lost tonight, right? Um, Dallas, they just lost again, this time at home to the Pacers. So that separation is growing right now. The Clippers are playing a game right now against Minnesota. We'll see how that one finishes. And then you've got Minnesota coming up on, fr- excuse me, you've got the Clippers on Friday and then Minnesota on Saturday. Yeah, and I, I don't even, sometimes I don't know what to say when it comes to a team like the Clippers. I When you, when you see the matchup against OKC, I feel like it's easier to be like, you got to get this win, right? (laughs) This is a game you have to win. It's still not easy beating an NBA team back-to-back, right? And then you have the Clippers, a team that they just played a couple of games ago. So the Clippers obviously want revenge. Sure. And I want to come into this game because they beat them and say, oh, man, you got to win this game because you know how to beat them. But it's this is one of those games where it's not easy. I'm a little bit more scared looking at, ahead at the Clippers. Russ has a few you more games. You scared? I'm just a little scared. How many, how many wins do they have since uh, that <laughs> Kings lost? I don't know how many. Well, they lost in overtime. I know that. To Denver. 
and they're losing right now to Minnesota. Losers. No, but seriously, even Russ being trying to get into the mix and the way that he pushed the pace in that first game, the team followed. And then I know Russ was benched against the Nuggets because of matchup purposes. So, like, they're still trying to find their way, and I think that's your angle. That's what you need to capitalize on. This team's going to still do a great job when they're in the postseason. They're going to have their chemistry together. They have vets. They have experience. But right now, while they're figuring things out, step on the gas pedal and get them. Yeah, well, they're 36 and 25, the Kings. They're now 18 and 13 on the road. That's a ridiculous road record. It's the best road record in the Western Conference right That's now. That's so great. That's awesome. And to then, be above 500, but you're 18 and 13 on the road? And you literally hear light the beam chants in Dude. almost every single arena. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, good, good for HB for stepping up. I thought Keegan tonight, I loved how Keegan played. And I know if you didn't watch the game and you just looked at the box, you go, okay, I mean, 13 and 10 and 4, that's a nice, nice game. Mm-hmm. He played some really strong defense. How about his putback jam tonight, Morgan? Herter has it in transition. He finds Harrison Barnes. Wide open in the corner. Davion for three. No good. Stick back. Keegan Murray coming from the left baseline. And the Thunder will take another timeout. Yeah, I thought Keegan looked great tonight. And he had another play in late in the fourth quarter. The Kings needed a bucket. Shot clock was winding down. He made the right decision. Drove it inside. Launched a jumper. Buried it. I think you're seeing that you, you, we keep talking about this the last few podcasts. I feel like the growth, like there was a stretch throughout the season. It was like, why is he just standing and shooting? Is that what they want him yep. to do? Is that what they want his role to be? That's cool. He can knock down the three. You even said it. You're like, he needs to do more for himself or, or someone needs to find more for him because he is capable mm-hmm. of more. And maybe it's just a confidence thing. Maybe it's like prodding Keegan. Who's like this nice guy to yeah. go. No, like, I understand you want to get your teammates involved. And it's I actually love some of the passing today. Yeah. I mean, we saw some instances in the first half where he's the pick-and-roll ball handler with Sabonis. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So this guy went from standing on the wing or in the corner ready to catch and shoot a three, or right when he gets the ball, it's hot potato to his teammate. Now he's trying to make plays. He's putting the ball on the floor. Put back James. He's attacking the glass. Mm. His rebounding has gotten so much better. I just love the growth. I mean, it's smooth. You're starting to see a legit weapon for the Sacramento Kings and Keegan Murray. Timing, high IQ guy, and he's a rookie. I was listening to Cowbell talk before um, our pod. Shout out Cowbell talk. Love that space. And I believe it was Megaloo that was on, and she was talking about with Keegan all the great things, all the little things that he was doing. And she was saying, like, you know, I know he's like a robot, but whatever they reprogrammed him with before the game, you know, to give him a little update and say, you can dribble the ball more. It's it's so true, though. Like, that is what we're seeing him do. And I think it's ever since Mike Brown just communicated and had that conversation like, hey, you need to work on your dribbling in the summer. And then he was like, um, I can dribble, coach. And well, he's like, oh, actually, Keegan's I can, here. I can dribble, coach. Like, it's not a big deal. That's a much better Keegan than Mike Brown's. Also, the chat is popping tonight, and I appreciate Why? you guys being here. But a couple of people have said, yeah, you guys look high as F tonight. Uh, Morgan, I think, has some sort of sinus thing. I think I'm just tired. You know, I just called yep. the G League game this morning. Yeah, man. Kings game tonight, then this. So yeah, I, probably, and, I just oh, look tired. I feel all right. I just, and it's smoky in here because we smoky. do the, the yeah, yeah. victory fog machine. So the chemicals are probably... <laughs> Killing our brain cells as we yeah. speak. So if we, we're coming across high, I promise we're not. No. Unfortunately. Just vibing. Yeah. Just feeling good. Just man. vibing. No, but with Keegan, it's just 
it's so encouraging to see. It is so encouraging to see the growth from him. And yeah, there's aspects of his game, like you're right, the handles that he's got to improve that stuff. But when you see him look better than he did last week or the week before, and then defensively, I think he's moving really well too. That's it. The steps that he takes, the growth that he has game by game. Yeah. He's just so coachable. You tell every him one step thing he, he takes, takes, every shot he makes, every time he moves, every time he talks. I'm in love with Keegs. I don't know. C minus. You're just, yeah, that uh, was, you, that I, was really hard. Cause I'm like really trying to analyze now. You know and you're throwing a song. I at know, me. I know, but I thought about it and I threw you the lob earlier. You laid it up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw one more lob. That was, yeah. Okay. okay. Let's, Hey, this no is like lobs. Malik Monk when he throws too many passes and you're like, Hey, you already tried that one. Don't bad. do it again. It wasn't bad. Don't do it again. I'm not actually going to give me a C for throwing you the pass. Of course you are. Like, you know, on 2k, when you get graded for the passes, yeah. you don't know that. <laughs> You just said yes. No, but I'm like, yeah, I you mean, get graded for like a. Yeah. I actually have seen that before. You act like like I'm an idiot, and I've never seen any part of idiot. 2K. I did not say like, that. Have you played 2K? I'm sorry, I didn't know you no, were a 2K I have guy. Not played 2K though, okay. absolutely not. But um. Anyway, back to Keegan. <laughs> back to Keegan Murray. Um, yeah, I think the way that he's just so coachable and shows that growth each and every game. You tell him something, he attaches to it, and he goes. Especially if he respects you, if you're a basketball mind, and you're just like, hey, you need to work on this, or you should do more of this and i feel like if there's teammates around him being vocal about certain things go here come off here uh, let's do a pick and roll dribble handoff whatever it is like he's down to Dude, go if you have him being able to run more pick and rolls with some bonus come on now come on hey morgan that's disgusting oh, i know that's disgusting uh, yeah so his growth has been really tremendous. Uh, 13 points, 10 rebounds, four dimes. He had a steal, five of 10 shooting, three of seven from three-point land, too. And I just hope the rebounding can kind of keep up. I think that's one area where they really need him. Yeah. Uh, I thought tonight against a, a smaller OKC team, they did a pretty good job rebounding. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think it's just a size thing? Like, he needs to get stronger, he and need, that's what it's going to... He's playing more physical now. Yeah, I mean, I see definitely it. Like, is. I think there are, so, there are stretches early in the season where it looked like, especially on drives, he's kind of avoiding the contact. Mm -hmm. I mean, even da down low. I mean, we've seen him, like, wrap up guys. Yep. We've seen him grab the ball, force and jump ball. Initiating the contact. After rebounds. Yeah. Like, he's, he's understanding, like, hey... I'm a big dude. I'm strong. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm a rookie. I need to go do that stuff. So it's good to see that growth. I mean, the the rebounding he's been doing since really Mike Brown called him out compared to before that, significant. Yeah. It's um like you said, you look at that stat line, nothing too sexy about it, but yeah. you watch the game and you're going, Oh, he's doing a little bit of everything. Yeah, Sato in the chat brings up a good point. The goal for King is to get to the free throw line more. And yeah, that's another area in his game that, to be fair, should get better. Because, yeah. you know, he did not take one tonight. And yeah. you know he's gonna knock him down if he gets to the line. Right. So. And that's and that's going through guys, not just yep. trying to, you know, figure out a way to take a floater, make a floater. High off the glass. Go into guys. Appreciate you guys being here. For all the people here, if you have not hit yet. Oh. 
I'm a little offended that you did not hit the thumbs up button. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hit that thumbs up button. Hit the like. All it does is help this page grow so more and more fans see this page. Also, to subscribe. The chase is on. I think Martin said the chase is on for 100,000 subs. Chase is on for 100,000? Once you get to 10, you just immediately go to 100. Hey, we're at 10.2 right now. We're really just reaching that 100 mark. So if you guys could help us get there, that would be great. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Also, Brian in the chat says, I'm just happy... That someone other than Domas is out here getting rebounds. Yeah, Keegan had 10 tonight. Harrison had 9. And then 13 from Sabonis. So, great job on the glass. We should go to Sabonis next. As I think we're going to hit every member of the starting five. I love it. <laughs> because they were great tonight. Yeah. The starters were fantastic in this game. Um, Sabonis, 22, 13, and 9. Um, 8 of 10. Just the classic Sabonis. 8 of 10. Efficient getting his teammates involved. And I thought he did a good job with, with the bus outs that you always talk about. It's like, go grab that board and go. go. He was re- the ball movement tonight was fantastic. Especially when your starting point Agreed. guard is not there. They end up in the game with 34 assists. Yep. Just, um, beautiful way that they were slinging that thing around. They were disciplined to what, they were told to do as a team tonight, right? I know it's so easy when you sometimes have that one open look and you don't get to play much and you're playing a team that's not as good. So you want to get yours and get your confidence going, "Uh uh-uh, this team plays completely together, night in, night out, and you saw it again tonight. It always starts with Domas Sabonis really setting that tone for this team when they start moving it around the horn. Yeah, and I thought, you know, it was another night where he had some, some foul issues, yeah. Right. And didn't, when did he, he, let me just double check here. Was the third, was the, the one that they challenged? That was the Delhi block foul that Mike Brown challenged with 227 to oh, go. And they the, won that challenge. Oh, but, it was the, the Lou Dort one that OKC challenged. Remember? And he came right. under him on Sabonis. That's what it was. It yes. was the OKC challenge. And yeah, I mean, I, Sabonis kind of hooked him. I thought Dort so, kind of so, hooked him. So Sabonis had his arm like like this and yeah. went into him, and then he you know, kept going. It and, okay, and then he tried to let go last minute. Guys do that all the time. He just got caught. Yeah, I, Sabonis just needs to be careful when the. It is so vital he stays on the floor, and I think there facts. are too many times he picks up ticky tack shit. Mm-hmm. Like there's one he just left his feet. I'm like, don't lose your feet. What are you doing? Is that on Sarge down low or I something? Think I, so I forget, but yeah. it was definitely down low. And he's just got to be really careful. I think he gets too handsy at some mm-hmm. at times. That's one area where Fox has done such a better job. He's not. He's using his chest more. Yeah, and it's something Mike Brown wants from his opponents. You're strong. Use your chest. Don't don't reach. Do not reach. And Domas can definitely do that. Yes. But I think what Domas is also trying to get better and better at is just obviously his lateral movement, staying with guys. And it's so hard to not use your hands a little yeah. bit when you are trying to do that, whether it's with a smaller guy that you got switched on or it's one of the bigger guys that just try to swing through and go on you. Um, he does a really good job. But the reason why we talk about this so with so much fear is because it's one of those things where there's not enough depth 
behind him, right? I know there's times you there's can trust. There's definitely not enough depth. There's behind times him. you can trust Trey Lyles. There's times that Chemezi Metu step, steps up. They don't play Rashawn Holmes. Hey, obviously. we did see Rashawn play uh, just under two minutes tonight. Right, right. And so that's my point. And I think that's why it's like, whoa, you gotta. You got it. Don't let fouls be the reason why you're being benched. Let it be rest. Yeah, that's the biggest gripe I have with him. Is that's just fair. I want you to keep playing physical, and the Kings played with that edge yeah. tonight, and Sabonis sets that tone. He's, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. It was good. Uh, he needed to have a big game with Fox out, too. He needed to have an impact, and it was good to see him find that groove tonight um, in this game against OKC. Stat of the day nominee from Trevor. The Kings are now 15 and 2 this season when they have 30 plus assists in the game. Okay, now with 34 in this game. They did have 20 turnovers in the game. We'll talk Aye. more about that in a second. Next guy we got to talk about is Kevin Herter. We mentioned him last podcast because the shooting struggles. Whew, it's been rough. Tonight, give the guy credit, man. I thought offensively he was really strong. 20 points. He had nine assists, eight of 14 shooting, two of six from three. He did get in some trouble late when they started to pressure him. And I'm like, Kevin Herter is just not the guy. You want taking the ball up. No, you, you, especially when there's pressure. He mm -hmm. cannot handle that type of backcourt pressure. Smart it, player, and but but at the same time, just not a strong enough ball handler, no. right? Like, he even had that one time when he was coming toward Davion at the half. And this is when the game was, like, truly almost over. But still... Um, at the half court mark and was trying to just pass it up to him and pass it out of bounds. And you just want to finish the game strong. And I'm totally with you on that. It's either he's got to get stronger with his ball handling and his confidence in it, or someone else has got to take care of business in the backcourt. But he did a good job setting up his teammates. Nine assists was great. The ball yeah. was moving, making the extra pass. Um, it was good to see him knock down some shots tonight i think that could help his confidence the three is just not dropping he did hit one late that you're going okay two of six you can just get it going i mean he's been in a funk i trust he'll go get out of this funk i think my one concern long term with herder is just matchup wise playoffs you know teams will be going at him and i thought tonight okc was like all right like Jalen williams herders on you go cook yeah it's just not a great matchup. You know, I think there's... It, he's the weak link when he, it comes to, hey, I can take him to the rack. Well, he's got like he's got the length and size. It's just not the quickness to go up against some of these guards and, in the league. And sometimes yeah. his defensive IQ is what helps him, right? It's not so much he knows how to move laterally at a quick pace, but he knows how to get to a spot quick enough or he knows how to get a hand in the passing lane because he is long. He is a bigger guy and he is smart. But... Yeah, it's it's tough. It's something that um, I hope I hope he recognizes a lot of things this season to work on in the off season when it comes to you know his defense or when he's not shooting the basketball. How else can he become dominant moving without the basketball? Because he is so good at moving without the basketball. It's just like one little thing. Like he can get a notch better though. Yes, I agree. I agree. In in. And I'm only saying this because I know he's capable of doing it. For sure. It. No, for sure. And 20 points for him tonight, nine assists. Yep. Guys step up. Yeah. I love it. 
Well, we hit on the starters. Oh. We need to go to the bad of this game. We want to hear from you guys, too, in the chat. So drop your comments. Give us your thoughts on the game. Um, we can also hop on Discord or Twitter spaces to request a talk. We should mention real fast, though, to tonight, it's presented by our friends over at rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. See Sean there? That beautiful that little, cute face. little face. Oh, I'm so cute. I'm Sean. What? Oh, my like God. Lions. Nick. Nick, Nick just put himself on like, the show in the middle of night. In the middle, in of, middle of a read. Yeah, in the middle of a read. Hugh, Sean, yes. like sponsorship money. I agree. Wow. I agree. Okay. Anyway, Sean Stanfield over at Guaranteed Rate, rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. If you're looking to purchase a house, it could be a very confusing process. Or maybe you're like, can I even afford a house? What steps do I need to take to see if it is right to buy a house? Sean and his team over at Guaranteed Rate will help you out. Yeah, and I know we've mentioned this before, but you guys, seriously, like, he, you reach out to him, you text him, whatever way works for you com communication-wise because it's 2023 and he understands that. And on top of that, once you guys do communicate and want to start doing something he can help you with all those numbers that you have all anything that you don't understand and he can put it in video form so you don't even have to have a long conversation with him over the phone it's in video form you can see it on your own reverse whenever you want to go back and see what did he say right there what does that even mean and he can break it down with you he's just amazing hit him up 916-276-7563 he's a big kings fan 916-276-7563 rate.com slash sean stanfield that's equal housing lenders subject to credit approval. NMLS ID number 349707. Company NMLS ID number 2611. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Thanks so much to our friends over at... Guaranteed. Right. Guaranteed. Right. Um, I have an important question to ask the chat before we get to the lows. Okay. Of this game. Yeah. We have been talking for some time about doing a live in-person event. Yes, we have. We are currently looking at different venues in Sacramento with the idea of a tentative date. Uh-huh. Nothing's for sure yet. We're more gauging interest at this point. We're but gauging interest. One date that we've kind of pinpoint, uh -huh. pinpointed has been April 14th. It's a Friday. A Friday We can night. all hang out. Sacramento, where we would do a live event, like a live pod, and we would have special guests, us, yep, surprises, Q&A. We're looking to see if that's something you guys would be interested in. So, yeah, you could tell us in the chat. You can also DM us or hit us up on Twitter, email us, deuceandmo.com. Uh, the idea is April 14th. You're going, why April 14th, Deuce? Hmm, why? Uh, the playoffs start April 15th. Oh. Think of it almost as a playoff rally, potentially. You know, oh. and you don't know. The Kings haven't clinched it, so maybe we don't need to even do something like that. I don't know, but e we are we have been looking at venues in the downtown Sacramento area. Yeah. And we're trying to gauge like, all right, like how many people can we legitimately expect to come out from because I ha here's my fear. What what's your fear? Let's say we rent out a venue that holds like a couple hundred people. Yeah, and like then three hundred, and twenty five people show up. Right, I, I, we put on a show for those twenty five oh people. Oh my god, and I'd those appreciate people those get 25. the best show ever. Or should it just be like let's get like a smaller, like venue. an eighty yeah, person again, venue, and just kind of like, yeah, hey, whoever shows. Up. Oh, in either way, it's not for profit, but we would be selling tickets like ten dollar tickets yeah. just for commitment, and also it would help 
pay for the venue. Yeah, we this, pay is, for the rest. this is not a money making thing no. for sure. We'll, we'll probably end up losing money on this, yes. but it's not about that to me. I just yeah. we want to do a live event with people, all you guys who yep. hang out with us all the time after games or listen to us after. We all come together right before potentially a Kings playoff run. Yeah. Talk about the team. Have a good time. Do a live podcast. It's just something we're looking at at this point. I'll probably send out a link on Twitter, on social, on Discord and everything um, to kind of gauge a list of people that say i would do it i would do i would spend ten dollars on this ticket and do it um yeah so hopefully that's the case because i think this could be really fun but again we're not trying to like get a bigger venue if Mm. only like 100 people want to come then it's like we'll get the smaller venue yeah so that's great podcast says i'm 15 so my parents won't let me no (laughs) your parents have them hit me up we'll we'll let you oh oh yeah it would be for everyone too kids invited okay well Anyway, we want to throw that out there. Yeah. We'll get it all figured out. All right, Morgan, let's get to some of the lows of this Kings game. Hey. The Kings won 123-117. Morgan, the bench tonight. Let me just give you some numbers. Uh, Sacramento scored 123 points in this game, right? Mm-hmm. The bench scored 24 points. The Kings as a team had 34 assists. The starters had 29 of those assists. Okay. The bench shot 6 of 21. 28%. They were three of 17 from three. So 17 of their 21 attempts came from three. They had nine turnovers in this game. Hey, things got mixed up with De'Aaron Fox being out of the game, but you should still be able to figure it out a little bit more. I understand why they liked Elvadova. Mm. He just can't play anymore. And it's like... He had a three. He did hit a three. He did a three. And I like Delhi. I think he's I great like, for a locker room. Yeah. I mean, how many times is he keeping guys calm or just kind he's of experience, that, dude, man. He's like an assistant coach in a way, right? But when you start looking at these situations, and it, look, in the in the perfect world, you're not gonna have to use him a lot. I just look at that position and go, man, if Fox has to miss time, or what if Fox and Mitchell get in foul trouble in a game? Like you have to be able to trust that someone can come in and run things, and it's defensively, it's offensively, it's just not good. And it's a it's one part of this team you go, man, should should they look to just upgrade? And, and I, you may not have to use that person, but tonight it was really bad, and it really messed with the whole bench unit, right? Yeah. I think the other thing that messed with it, I thought Brown let those guys rock for too long, and I think – you saw it where the the starters build up a big lead and the bench just let it evaporate. All of a sudden, the OKC goes in this 3-2 zone against his bench unit. Bench was like, we don't know what to do with this. That can't happen. And I know one some were wondering, okay, let Malik Monk kind of do his thing. Malik Monk benefits so much from being able to vibe off Sabonis. They have yep. a nice little two-man game. And that's the biggest issue with Fox being out. You're, Brown wasn't really staggering the lineups the same. Usually he's got Fox or Sabonis out there at all times. And if not, like lately, he's been doing a little more with Davion, of course. But that's yeah. Davion, right? Like, even with his struggles, Davion is better than Del Vadova. I just thought the bench tonight was really, really, really bad. And it was, it was just a bit concerning for well, me. Well, you even saw PJ Dozier come in for a second, right? And yeah. in like, I thought maybe there was a chance there because like, oh, Mike Brown didn't trust Del Vadova. And what's interesting about today is that you and I, at 11 a.m., were calling a game in Stockton where we got to see Keon Ellis 
have a fantastic game. Probably one of the best games we've seen in person. He was awesome. Of Keon Ellis tonight. And it was one of those games go, oh, I see it now. It was not only on the defensive end, but it was the way he was creating and being a leader on the offensive end and his ability to score on the offensive end earlier today. So when we talk about this, I still look at someone like Del Vadova and I go, but that experience and why that matters so much. But yes, at the same time, what are you going to do if De'Aaron hurts his hand in the second quarter of a game, knock on wood? What are you going to do yeah. if that happened with Davion Mitchell and then you have to, like, what is your answer? And I know you want to roll with this, but man, if you want to make a mark in the postseason, like, you got to have more. I mean, I, again, postseason and, rotations are obviously yeah, shorter, too, and everything. Yeah, he might tighten so. it up. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, I just – it was just a bit concerning that yeah. tonight. And you – I don't know. And maybe I'm making too much of it, too. I just – I think of that, and in, in, in all likelihood, you're not playing Delvadova in games, and you go, okay, but he provides so much as this type of guy who's been around, the experience, he knows Mike Brown's system, he knows what to expect, he's very good with the guys – I'm not trying to even ignore that stuff, but tonight I'm like, you went to the second unit mm -hmm. and they almost cost you the game tonight. They yeah. really, I mean, you, you were, you were up 16 at one point, you're up 17 and those leads disappeared because the bench gave you nothing. You know, at, at one point, and I shouldn't say nothing. Trey Lyles, I thought had some nice moments. He's tonight. been solid. He's he been has, solid he as has. of late. Um, but they struggled. They just flat out struggled and you would just like, to be able to go to your bench, even though there's one guy missing and feel, okay, it can still function at a decent rate. It may not function perfectly, but tonight it, it fell apart. You know what it is? It doesn't function at a consistent rate. And I think that's what's scary. That's what's frustrating. Because there's nights where we're talking, oh, shit, Terrence Davis, you know, and um, he's really stepped up or had a solid game. We know you can depend on Trey Lyles. Chemezi Metu is so up and down. Malik Monk, you can depend on, but just like you were saying, you he vibes off of that starting unit. He creates and produces so much more when he, it's like staggered and he's mixed in with those guys, right? So yeah, there's a drop off. It's not consistent enough. Um, when the times are good with the bench, it's so fun. When they're not good, there's so many games where like, man, the bench needs to be more productive. Yeah, and I just think too, you know, you, you have to be prepared that at every once in a while, you're going to be thrown something different. This is the NBA. And they got thrown a 3-2 zone. By the way, OKC did that last game too, right? Yeah. But you need to attack the zone. And they settled. They did. They played right into the hands. It was like a lot of late and shot clock stuff, indecisiveness, bad three-point shots, turnovers. That can't happen. It can't happen. Like, I know Malik Monk had a few of them, but also part of it was like, he's just trying to make something happen because no one else is, you know? Yep. And you got to help this guy out. So it, it, it was just, it, it was disappointing, especially when I look at those numbers and go, that's what they gave you tonight. So, um, yeah. Am I making too much of this? No, I, I felt your you, disappointment. It was interesting. You said it before we started the podcast, before we even went live, and you mentioned it, and you didn't mention anything good about the game. So then when you came oh, out so with... so much good about so the So when starters. you came out with the fog machine and then started going <laughs> off on your tangent, I was like, oh, good. Like, he's he's meeting me there. He still feels that. But yeah, your concern is valid. Um, and especially on a win like this against OKC, seeing that type of production from the bench, I think that is where the feelings are. And it's totally fair to bring it up. Um, we've celebrated all the good. We've Sarge killed the Kings. Oh, <laughs> 21 my God. and 8? I thought Jalen Williams was really nice for them, too. Which one? 
<laughs> I always forget the J Will versus J Dub, yeah. uh, well, the one from Santa Clara. There we go. Yeah, he had twenty seven points, I eight of nine from the line, about. nine of sixteen shooting for him. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that's my low would just be the bench tonight. You know, TD was zero for five. All of his shots came from three. Um, Metu. He had four points, four rebounds, two assists, but defensively there was there were some issues, of course, there. Um, Monk had seven points, two of four. He had three turnovers in just uh under 16 minutes, and Delhi ends up playing 14 minutes. He had four points, uh, a couple of fouls, two turnovers in 13 minutes. So oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um what else should we hit from this game? I do have a couple of other things I wanted to get to. What? And by the way, I'm seeing some compliments in the chat as well. Thank you. You guys are super sweet for the kind words, Matthew. Um, I just had to say that because it, it was like a well thought out compliment. It was really nice. What are the other things that you want well, to well, get to? Read the compliment. I want to feel good. I want to feel good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Here, feel better. Matthew says, says, I'm amazed at how you two are so good at constantly keeping a conversation rolling, as well as your love for the Kings. You guys have an impressive work ethic. I just thought that was really sweet. Matthew, super nice. I would say I'm not keeping the conversation gro- going great tonight. Oh, okay. My what else? Oh, good. I love this breakdown. What else? That's it. Oh, okay. What grade do you give yourself so far? You want me to be honest? Yeah. B minus. Wow. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm giving you at least an A minus. Okay, get out. Get out. The minus was for the fog machine almost killing us, but the fog machine is amazing. What were some of the other things you want to get to? Well, I I know some fans were asking about Nerland's Noel finally got waived. Yes, Um, but I think the tough part now is you would have to you got to agree to something with him like now because if you don't pick them up after March first, they can't be on the playoff roster. So I don't think that's going to happen anyway. I think the Kings are just going to roll with what they have at this point. They really are. And here's the thing. I, I'm i not. So I didn't like that going into the trade deadline, especially. And every single time I watched Jared Vanderbilt with the Lakers, I'm like, man, there wasn't anything. But it takes two to tango. It yeah. takes two teams. Like, you have to make the deal, right? Um, these last four games... It's not just because they've won or who they're playing. It's how they're playing that is giving me the confidence of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll with this in your first playoffs in 16 years, right? Just go with this crew. I'm down for that and see exactly what tweaks it is that you believe that you need to make. I mean, if you're seeing this squad go up against the Dallas Mavericks in the first round of the playoffs, which is so wild to even say out loud, um, you're really feeling like there's there's hope. There's a possibility here, right? Um, but it still gives you this great opportunity to point out what tweaks need to be made going into the next season. Yes, I can tell you right now, the backup five has to be tweaked. Correct. Year. Because there, if there's a playoff game that Sabonis gets three quick fouls, yeah, it's going to be an issue. It's going to be a big-time issue. So oh God. it's just something long-term that you're right it doesn't not everything has to be solved this year but like long-term you need to look at those things for this roster fair enough flat out um but new orleans noel is out there i i like noel i think some people are like 
hyping him up a little too much. I think he's a good player. I do. I mean, I think he's like a solid backup big in this league. He can block a shot. And I think that's what some people like about him is like, at least there's someone to contest. But, you know, if you're putting him in the pick and a roll. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together there's all these different papers there's all these different forms what do you do you listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast yeah because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business how about for some time off after an nba season even that sounds amazing so you know what you need to do listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app future you will thank you Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Away from the basket. You guys, take a look at Mason Plumlee right now. Like, think about how bad people wanted him here in Sacramento. I mean, I was one of those people going, oh, yeah, like, go after Mason Plumlee. Let's go. He's having his challenges. His flaws are being exposed uh, with the Clippers right now, especially in that game when we saw Zubats was out. It's uh it's not all the grass is not always greener on the other side. Just because Nerlens Noel is out there and they're not playing guys down the bench doesn't even mean that he would be playing, right? So I don't know. And it just don't always look at a new name and go, you just want and and crave yeah. change. Well, I, I think the Kings counted on Rashawn coming in and being able to be productive mm-hmm. this year. And mm-hmm. he is not. And even tonight, he looked really bad tonight, right? I also go, you throw him in, Rashawn Holmes gets finally gets run, and Morgan, he gets thrown in there with that group. That's like scuffling at that I point. Know. Like, so I'm like, how do I judge that? Like, Rashawn, is he supposed to come in and just like, hey, let's run the offense appropriately? That's not his role, right? Like, I just, I look at him and go, you may have to go with him earlier in the game. Like, I want to be upset if Mike Brown went, you know what? I'm going to go with him instead of Metsu. I was and just to see, right? Because how is it fair? I was thinking. All that. right, we need something from you now. Uh, Sabonis has four fouls. Metsu, we got to get you out of here. Uh, Holmes, come in with Delhi in this group that can't get anything going. Yeah. And this game's falling apart. You just can't depend on anyone in that moment, right? And it's like you're supposed to showcase your talent. Yeah. You're not the point guard with the ball. You're you're a big trying to you're hoping that someone's gonna create something with you. Um obviously you can do other things with your size on the defensive end, uh, moving the ball around on the offensive end, getting rebounds, but it's such a short amount of time. It's difficult. Yeah. yeah. I know. I I I feel bad for him too because I think he he is again I still think he's capable I just don't think he's getting the proper opportunities. 
Uh, Mike Brown had some things to say about Davion Mitchell today that oh. we haven't heard about. Let's hear uh, what Mike Brown had to say about Davion Mitchell's performance in place of De'Aaron Fox, who missed the game. Uh, I mean, you got to take your hat off to Davion. Did a heck of a job on both both ends of the floor. He was he was fantastic for us offensively. Uh, he was spectacular defensively. Mm. Uh, I mean, he just set the tone and changed the game when he came back on the floor uh, time after time after time after time. Uh, Kevin, it was great to see him have a breakout game. The nine assists was huge. Speaking of that, we had you know 34 assists on 43 baskets. That was great. That just shows the, the guys are trying to move the basketball and trying to play the right way. So there's Mike Brown talking about Kevin Herter and Davion Mitchell tonight. I love it. I, I, yeah, I appreciate what he has to say about his players that do step up, that do stay ready. And again, it goes back to the standard that he has set. Um, we should mention the poll question tonight. Yeah, what is it? Dog. Who yeah. was your dog <laughs> of the game? Wow. Okay. Uh, the options I put out there, Davion Mitchell, uh -huh. Harrison Barnes, Domas Sabonis and Keegan Murray. You can only put four up there on YouTube. So I would have added Herder as an option. But why are you why are you saying wow to this answer? I, I mean, I guess I'm not totally. I just thought Davion would get more love. But uh, the current winner right now, Harrison Barnes, who has 50 percent of the vote. He was a dog. Does anyone else get like really weirded out by what? By just how into the bark you get that's part of it man that's you how you, you can uh, who is the dog of the game rough 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 no that's rough rough i forgot you're an adult man uh, you should be barking like that correct who would you vote for for the dog hb hb Why? i i Why? i obviously i th i love the way that davion Stepped up. Mm -hmm. We've seen him step up before. We've seen him not step up before. Um, but Harrison Barnes, it's not just because of the way that he produced on the offensive end. It's the way that he stepped up in his role and created so much for this team. So many more opportunities because of the way he was being aggressive and getting those paint touches, being assertive, making quick decisions, right? Like, I love when Harrison Barnes has sharp games like this. And um, yeah, when De'Aaron Fox is out, that's what you need. One of my favorite plays tonight uh -huh. involving Harrison Barnes uh -huh. came in the third quarter. Mitchell had the strip, shocker, got it to Keegan. Keegan pushing the ball. Uh -huh. Beautiful pass to Harrison Barnes for the jam. That oh, was sweet. Yes. I, there, it was, there was so much to like about it from the defense from Davion. Mm -hmm. Keegan. Not just like throwing it up the floor. It's like, no, I'm making something happen. I'm pushing. We need to keep the pace going. Fox isn't here. I'm going to make something happen. That was confidence. Getting to HB who finished. Barnes has had some jams this year. Yeah. He's had some nasty jams. And that wild-ass reverse. Yeah, oh I don't know my. how that dropped. How did that fall? He's how had, did he do that? He had a different wild one earlier this year, too. People were comparing it to Michael Jordan. Well, and who's better now? Who's, who's the GOAT? Who's the GOAT? Yeah. That's a great You compare MJ's reverse to that one. Who do you pick? That should have been Thank your you. poll question of the night. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's uh talk to our guy who joined us on our daily show the other day, and he cut like the promo of all promos on the OKC Thunder. He was angry. Uh let's check in with him now. It's Nick. Hi, Nick. 
Nick. What's up, Deuce M.O.? Hi, man. How you doing? Good. We're good, man. What's up? Well, I do want to, I do want to say the Clippers are losing right now. They're about to get clipped. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What's going to, well, hey, Nick, though, what's going to happen to them Friday night at Golden One They're Center? about to get clipped by the... Nick, you're cutting Nick. out. Hold yeah, on, Nick. You're, Nick, 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 Nick. Okay. Well, What's going on with your phone? Where yeah, are you? Yeah, when does this ever happen? Yeah, your your phone is cutting out, man. We're going to blow them out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to blow them out Friday night. We're okay. going to blow them out Friday night. All right. He's at a friend's house. Yeah, he, you're at a friend's house, aren't you? Hey, is that Okay. Nick. Is no. that better? No. no. No, it's not better because your eye is frozen, on your, frozen on your eye and it's scaring me. What is, is that, that better? Is, no! Did you steal my soul? Oh, no, it's so close to your eye. Okay. Goodbye, Nick. All right. Yeah, sleep light dreams. Light the sleep beams. dreams. Light the beams. Sleep dreams, Nick. Oh, sweet. Oh, my goodness. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> It's always just you just not you don't know what to expect, man. Well, one time we were in his bathroom, so that's true. That was the scariest moment his, I think for everyone that was on that live stream. Little Nick was out. Oh, um, God. Let's, or sorry, Big Nick. All of it. <laughs> okay, just stop. Try, just, let's Warf. Try. <laughs> oh, I made myself laugh. Let's check in with Trevor. What's up, man? Old man. Old man Trev. Or Mofo, as you're called on Discord. Oh, man. All right. Well, really? Two this, failures? This is not our night, man. It's not, not with, our night with not the with people. That. Let's see if uh, Nate has something for us. What's up, Nate? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, my... My service is a little spotty, too, so hopefully mine doesn't pull a nick. But uh, first of all, I just wanted to say, why not light the beam? There you go. There why you go. And um, I was, like, making sure I, it wasn't cutting up. All right, good. Uh, but my only really point I wanted to make tonight, and uh, Coach Brown kind of stole my thunder. How dare him? Um, but it was about Davion. I thought Davion, uh, we always know what he can do defensively, but um, how he played offensively with efficient – scoring, hitting a few three balls, and then um, that one like dip, dribble penetration he had where he uh, hit a bounce pass to Harrison Barnes in the corner. Um, I, You know, we always like, oh, Davion, we got to see it offensively. I just thought tonight without Fox was an awesome night from Davion. Um, just just loved what I saw from Davion Mitchell tonight. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, man. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, Davion was great. And yeah. That, that was good. I think he needed a game like that for himself for sure. No, absolutely. It just, I mean, it, it should give everyone a little bit of confidence too, right? Like he, uh, just mentioned Mike Brown kind of talking about it and it's, it's true. Like Mike Brown felt that same vibe from him. Like when you give your coach confidence that they can trust you, you feel, you feel good going into the next one, whether you got Fox or not. Appreciate all the new subs on YouTube, by the way. I see Adam. I got Brett. I got Matthew and Michael Hollywood Caesar. Amadurak, uh, Kestius, is that you say? Oh, Kestius? good job. Shawnee Sean donating five bucks. And Ranger gifting more subs on Twitch. Appreciate Taiwan. Uh, I don't know how to say that name. It's okay. Then Soros Flex, is that what it just says? Just keep it there, yep. Uh, resubscribing on Twitch. 
So these names are hard sometimes. Oh, Morgan, want to give a shout out tonight. More, you guys. I guess it's shout out time of the hour uh, of the show. Shout out. Shout out, Morgan. I'm gonna give a shout out. This is not shout out hour of the podcast. I just want to thank yeah. my second favorite podcast of all time. What? What's your first? Do some more podcasts. Okay. You know, I stay loyal. Yeah. You got it, right? Yeah. But my second favorite, Bad Friends Podcast. Okay. And I have Bad Friends merch. And I'm really happy about it. But I'm really happy about it because Carlos sent it to me for free. <laughs> How nice is that? That was really nice. Like super nice. And mostly because obviously they were doing a live tour and their shows got canceled that you know, we were excited to go to, and now they have new shows, and a new show is coming in California. We'll be going. Yeah, it's just, it's interesting. For what's, sure. what's interesting? No, it's just, they sent you gear, and that, it was great. They sent you gear, and Morgan was nice enough to go, you want one of these shirts that they sent me? They sent me three pieces of gear, Yeah. I, and I, what did I give you? You just you got a crew neck you got this hoodie correct and a t-shirt and you you threw me a t-shirt that you don't want i wanted the hoodie and this was a fight but it's no, I, it was it sent to me it was sent to you but morgan you would not know about this podcast you wouldn't have any idea if it wasn't for that me that doesn't matter i exposed you to this podcast that doesn't matter oh my God. i i literally did the work of communicating and I was the one that was sent the gear. It's my hoodie. This is so weird. It is so weird because you're actually a little bit serious. And I, I well, think that's weird. Because I want more hoodies. But I don't it's have my, a hoodie. I want a hoodie. I can't even buy. The, the other thing is, the other reason is because it's not even for sale on their site. I looked it up and it's not there. And so, like, you have something that I like. <laughs> <sighs> it's just disgusting. Um, uh, Wizard said, oh, I thought they were talking about Bobby Lee's podcast. No, that we are talking is. about Bobby Lee and uh, Andrew Santino. Um, love. Love all of them. Such a great podcast. So thank you, love Bad Friends podcast. podcast. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for them. being a bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Deuce, for... Um, thank you, Deuce, for... Introducing me yeah. to my favorite, yeah. second favorite podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that it. too hard to... No, okay. and that's why I gave you a shirt as a thank you. Okay. I, I really appreciate it. Hey, Morgan, let's talk about some of the scores in the NBA tonight. Oh, I love going around the NBA. And we should take it. Let's take a peek at the standings first, okay. right? We okay. need to take a, just a, a nice little glimpse at what the Kings are doing in the NBA's Western Conference standings. The Kings still in that third spot. They're uh -huh. 36 and 25. Oh, the separation continues. A little bit more cushion. Um, they are a game and a half behind Memphis, who won tonight. Memphis beat the Lakers. The Lakers, oh wait, this is the Lakers team that uh, Renhorse was reporting someone within the organization said they want to get the sixth spot to take on the Kings. They felt like that would be a good opportunity for them. <laughs> 29 and 33 on the season. Um, that's not good, Morgan. Right? Troll on, man. We get to troll on right now. Uh, in all seriousness about them, LeBron going to be out at least a couple of weeks. Bojack. We're not doing that. We're not. We're not doing not that. Not right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bojack is in trouble. 
Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, in all seriousness, about the Lakers, they're sitting at 29 and 33. They lose tonight. I feel like LeBron's going to wait a couple of weeks, see how it feels, and then look at the standings and go, eh, I'm good. I feel like this happens. He's starting to break down a little bit. Um, I, I just don't see any chance whatsoever that they're able to make a run at this play-in without LeBron, right? Like, there's just no way. I know that the roster's better. I know it's technically a better team post-trade deadline, but can they really get where they need to be? One, to get into the play-in the and play maybe win a play-in game? That's, okay, that's the few things, and you go kill the dog while I talk about this. A few things. So even if they get into the play-in tournament, there's no way that they're confident that this squad could get past and make it into the postseason. Like, you have to win one playing game and then probably another, right? Right. So, on top of that, this isn't the squad that is going to go far in the postseason. Yeah, if you're LeBron James, rest those legs. It's done. I mean, and it's not even – he's truly hurt. I mean, you saw the way that he got hurt the other night. I don't mean to laugh. It was just – He's so dramatic sometimes that I was like, You didn't oh, believe it at first. I didn't no, believe it. No, I know. I didn't. And a lot of people didn't, but he was hurt. And now he he's hurt. out looking at their schedule coming up. So their next game is at OKC. Uh, then they're home for Minnesota, Golden State, Memphis, Toronto. They got the Knicks. Those are kind of the next six games for the Lakers. Um, and if LeBron's out at least a couple of weeks, that puts you to maybe he's able, best case, to be reevaluated. It's like done. March 14th and... They're just done. It's done. Yeah. It's done. And it's it's shocking. It's not shocking, but it's um it's interesting to think about when you think about who they have on their team too, with AD and an aging LeBron that wants to obviously make one more run before his career is over. I mean, I say one more, in his mind it's probably more. It's really more so that he can play with Bronny. Right? Like, that is the ultimate goal. Well, I'm sure. I'm, but I do think he wants to win. Like, he, he wants to. You're just saying that's less important to him? Well, I'm not even saying it's less important. But I'm saying at this point, then you should be ring chasing. <laughs> right? Like, well, everyone isn't just. He is. But he's. How is he ring chasing if people have to come to him? That's what I'm saying. Like, and yes, it's a. um it's an attractive place to go. It's Los Angeles. It's the iconic Lakers and LeBron James is there, right? Like there's things there, but I think real hoopers are like, no, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with that. That's LeBron's team. Like I'm not going to get to play my style of basketball with LeBron doing things. And there's been other messages put out there like no he's really coachable he allows things to go blah 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 um sometimes i just think that's the narrative from his camp but it could also be some truth in there as well gerardo in the chat says tristan thompson saying he thinks the lakers will make it to the conference finals crying emoji emoji did he really did he, i'm trying to find it because did he really say that i saw someone else saying something about tristan thompson earlier yeah, i Let's think it was kings related uh this was from espn earlier today uh, Tristan Thompson on um, set with 
Uh, Mark J. Spears is there. Vince Carter, Malika Andrews. Is that Ramona Shelburne? Yes. Okay. Well, if, that if, matchup. if they beat the one or two seed, if they beat Memphis or Denver, I got them in the conference finals. All right. So then now let's say they face, oh, I don't know, the Mavs or the Suns. Or, oh, are you people. riding with them to the finals? I got, I got them in the conference finals. And if and if the well, matchup's right. Don't Lincoln. sleep on my Kings. <laughs> yeah, the Kings. Don't sleep on my Kings. <laughs> Thank Mark, you. Mark, I love you. I love you, Mark. The other night. They're just trying to break the playoff drought. That's all they're trying kings. to do. They're just trying to break the playoff drought in Sacramento. Just, just, no, they, they break it. They they the they looking good, bro. Come on, Tristan. They you look good. The current Lakers. Yeah. If we said Lakers or the field, who are you taking? Lakers or the field? Yes. No, I'm taking the field. Lakers. I'm taking the field. Listen, a healthy act. Right. Oh. Oh. Guys, he doesn't. He's not serious. He's not. No, serious. I think he's. I don't think he he's watches. He's serious. He's serious right there. Also, what is he saying about the king? Was he, he being petty what, because of the Sacramento thing? Dude, no, he doesn't watch. That's obviously he doesn't watch the game, and no, he's on NBA I, today. I, I understand that. I'm saying in addition to that, is he being petty about the Sacramento thing oh, because sure. of how it ended? I'm sure. I mean, think about it. He didn't even say like, what? like thank you or whatever to the. Kings, but he said thank yeah. you to the next organization that he was there for like two seconds, you know? Whatever. I don't like He's, the man. He can't be serious. Clown. Clown. Well, you don't like him for other reasons. I mean, yeah, how he treats people, yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, and and I'm sure he can be a really nice guy, but like, sorry, it's public, all those other stories and things that came into play. It's not even the cheating. Like, it's the other things that he asked women to do with their bodies. Yeah, you just it's don't weird. like him as a person yes. at all. No. And like I I ESPN puts him on because you know why? The Kardashian Cloud, baby, Cloud. Yeah. And I just think it's so I think it's so he's not likable. Yeah. Like what what because he has followers and Kim Kardashian and him go to like some basketball tournaments. <laughs> Like what? I don't know. I just don't. I love Morgan coming for his head. I just let's go. If you're gonna do a basketball show, yeah. have basketball people. That because right there, that shows how much he knows about the NBA. Right. Oh, but Morgan, he's a former player. All former players don't know everything about basketball, guys. Oh, that's very true. No, and that's fair. Uh, speaking of the Lakers, that he said would make it to. The conference finals, they did lose against Memphis 121 to 109. In the game, John Morant had 39 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists in the game. Um, I already said game, but I said it again. Um, we did not see LeBron James, obviously, in that game. D'Angelo Russell did not play either, but Memphis gets a much needed home win. Uh, elsewhere, San Antonio beat Utah tonight. Whoa. The streak is over? The Spurs won? How many was that? That was like 16 in a row. I'll take a look. The Spurs got a win? That's good Give for them. It good. Uh, it just sucks so bad to, to be, be that team. team. To be the team <laughs> yes. that the streak ends against. Oh wow, they God. went Let's 102 see. to 94. Whoa. Yeah, it was 16 in oh, a row. Oh, oh, yeah, I can go to the, I could go, just go to the standings. Duh. Wow. Um. Uh, Keldon Johnson had 25 points for them. Dougie McBuckets dropped 19 points off the bench for the San Antonio Spurs. Man. And now Utah, I think they dip below 500, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, where you got? 31 and 32. So, yep. again, these teams below the Kings, I know Utah doesn't feel like it's much of a threat. I just want the separation. So now Sacramento and Utah separated by six games. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. This is what we need. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Um, 
We had Golden State beat Portland tonight, 123-105, to 105, off the heels of Dame Lillard scoring 71 points against the Rockets. He had 15 points, I believe, in the first quarter. He finished with 25, and uh, the Warriors controlled this game. So they get big nights from Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson, another team that, like, Portland, they want to be in the mix. I know. But now they're three games below 500. They're 29 and 32. And what a weird team. What? What are they going to have to? Oh, I cannot wait. This That's what I can't wait for. I can't wait for the Kings to hopefully be in the playoffs. I'm just going to keep saying it like that. And I cannot wait for the offseason for when we look around at some of these other teams around the NBA with some star players on there. And they go, what What tweaks are they going to make? Is someone else going to try and be a ring chaser? By the way, I have no problem with ring chasers no problem it's a different day and age in the nba i know so many people basketball peers are like you don't do that you stay loyal to your team but it's okay the the team the organization never going to be loyal to you do your thing uh shout out to the chat too i'm trying to see who said this uh jaden says the warriors were down 23 in the game as well <laughs> wow that's pretty bad that must have been early on after when dame got it going and that's a good response for them when was were they down 23 oh my god they were down yeah at the end of the first quarter it was not good they were down um 41 27 at the <laughs> end of one so they had a wow they gave up a 41 point quarter to open things and end up winning it by happens 18. We've seen it before. Oh, yeah. Kings with another 40-point quarter tonight, by the way. Their 15th 40-point quarter of the season. Hell, yeah. Had a lot of them last few games. Hell, yeah. We should also mention the Kings' next two opponents. The T-Wolves and Clippers were playing tonight. Ooh. How did that go? Dude. Interesting. Minnesota goes and beats the Clippers in L.A. McDaniels with 20. Slow-Mo with 12 and 10. Rudy Gobert with 16. Ant-Man had 18. I mean, just talk about tremendous balance. The Clippers shot just 42%. Westbrook had 14 and 10. Um, Paul George had 25. Leonard had 23 on 7 of 19. The Clippers are now 33 and 30. That's weird. I thought when they got Westbrook and they made all those trades, we, we were giving them the championship. No, I just thought, weren't they already given the championship? Hey, this team's he Hey, they're healthy now. What? Championship. Come on. How many, a, how many games in a row have the Clippers lost? Two. Wrong. Two. Three. That's not updated oh, from tonight. They've lost three in a row to the Kings. Three. The Nuggets and the T-Wolves. Don't act like that, though. I no, mean. I will act like that. And now that's. Oh, my. Morgan, you win on Friday. You win on Friday. Yeah. They're not a threat to you anymore. You bury them. You win the tiebreaker. That's not how it works. You pick up a game on them. Yes. I'm still believing in postseason experience, though, Deuce. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're I'm just saying, saying as a threat to the yeah, Kings. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. now we're, we're to the point. It's like, oh, can the Kings actually keep this number three spot? Uh, most people said no. And look, there's still a lot of time left. No. But they're hanging. There's separation right they're now. They're doing more than hang. I mean, they're, they're winning. And in they're winning... It's not like they're winning with ease. You look at that Friday night game against the Clippers, it was not easy. But these other games, you feel against Portland and then OKC twice. I was really confident in those games, right? Yeah. Like you just feel like, oh, they've got these. Well, looking at the latest standings now that's updated with the Warriors win, the Clippers loss. The Clippers have dropped to the sixth spot right now, which that would, we can't have that. 
No. I don't want a 3-6 Kings no. Clippers matchup. All the shit I just thought, I don't want that. Yeah, no, see, no. that's I don't what want I'm that. saying. I don't want them in the first <laughs> round. I do not want that in the first round. Um, uh, it'd be actually fun if we got a Kings Warriors first round matchup, dude. That would be the best. I, we talk about this all the time. Both these teams have not been good at the same time. You got the Mike Brown connection. It's like... I'm scared a, of everyone. Of course you're going to be scared of everyone except Dallas. I'm so scared. Um, but the Warriors have jumped to the fifth spot. They were in the play-in. This is how fragile it is. And because the Warriors only have a half-game lead yeah. on the Mavs, who are in the seventh spot in the play-in. Wow. So th the Warriors tonight have jumped to the fifth spot. The Clippers now in sixth. Then you have seventh, Dallas. They've lost two in a row after losing at home tonight to the Pacers. This, How about that? This makes me want to do the live show on April 14th so bad because I just want to like feel this yeah. in a room full of our people. It'd be great. Luca at 39. Uh, oh but, my God. But they lose 124-122 to Indiana. Tyrese had 32 points, seven Ooh. rebounds. He had six assists. And they go on the road and beat a Mavs team that needs wins at this point. And the Mavs did get a lift from a morale standpoint as Maxi Kleba returned from injury. They're hoping that he may be able to help them defensively. Um, I just look at that team and go, they don't have enough. They don't. Sorry. They have Luka and Kyrie after that. Do you trust any of them? Christian Wood, I know he's got his moments. He can get you buckets. You know how many minutes he played tonight? How many? 18. Oh. He can't defend. Did Buddy Heel get hurt? He only took one three. That's okay? insane. I didn't yeah. see the game, but Buddy Heald's stat line was insane tonight. 10 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal. He took 2 shots. Free throws. 7 of 9 from the line. Wow. 7 of 9. Miles Turner with another big game. 24 points. Something that um, Zach Lowe mentioned that I thought was interesting. He was talking about the Sabonis trade and how we always mentioned Sabonis and how great he's been in Sacramento and what that meant for De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. But he also acknowledged what that trade has done for Miles Turner. Because now Miles Turner is not just chilling in the corner, launching threes. Like, he's able to do a little more out there. And it's not so clogged with Sabonis next to him. And he's playing with Halliburton. So, it's crazy how a trade can lift a couple of players. Well, I mean, first of all, they call Tyrese Halliburton, like, the center whisperer, right? Like, just what he's been was able to do with Rashawn Holmes here. And now you're seeing with Miles Turner how he's elevating his game. It's just yeah. sometimes you get put in situations that just work right for your game or GMs and organizations understand that and make that move. They didn't necessarily make that move thinking this is the answer for Miles Turner. I mean, you heard all the drama going around. Yeah, Miles I mean, Turner, not even knowing if he was going to be there, right? Sure. So it's really nice that they ended up making that able to work out. Yeah, Dallas, I just don't think has enough size, right? Like, it seems like more and more teams are adding bigs. I'm yeah. Like, who, who's guarding any of these guys? I mean, looking at the roster, it's, yeah, it's just not, it, you know why it's not as scary right now, too? We know what Luca is still capable of, but is he, ah, this is, so, I, I'm just, I do this with Zion, too. As he looks bigger, he's less scary. And I think it was, you guys, he's 22, 23. Well, he's going to figure it out. Looking at highlights from, like, his first couple of years, you're like, oh, my God, he has gained weight. Yes. Um, Luca needs to be humbled. And this could be the year. Because he is such a talent. And like you said, he's 23 years old. He's going to be great. He needs a first-round exit. 
Uh, and that's like almost a wake-up call. And, hey, it could be a wake-up call for the Mavs, too, because, look, if this goes bad for Dallas, yeah, Kyrie could just bounce. That, well, right, Kyrie's a free agent. Their whole thing with this trade was, oh, this, these two, it's going to elevate Luka. They're going to play better. They can make a little bit of a push here, make some more tweaks in the offseason. But if Kyrie's like, yeah, I'm going to go play with LeBron. Or yeah. I want to go dip. And, hey, you know what? Phoenix is going to get rid of Chris Paul. I'll go to join the Don't Suns Don't we feel like that's going to be the case? I mean, it seems like that's where it's tracking at this point. Yeah. And, you know, it takes time for these guys to build chemistry. They're just getting used to each other. I just look at that roster and say it's not good enough. I think Luka is not in good enough shape. I think Luka talks far too much to the officials, mm. and it impacts his game. And people hear that, and they think, oh, you're hating on Luka. No, Luka's a stud. The guy is – with all of so these good. things that we're talking about – He's still this good. Mm -hmm. and so think about if he fixed those things. And everything's come so, <laughs> I mean, he's just won at every single yeah. level. He's, every year it's gotten better and better. So now. And he's young. If he doesn't make it to the conference finals like he did last year and he gets knocked down like the first round. Yeah. No, he'll feel it. He'll feel it. And that's when, I mean, I, in some ways as a basketball fan, I want to see him at his, at his best. Not yeah. this year. Not that you all the games are making the playoffs. No, but I want to see him as his best in the NBA at some point because otherwise that would be a waste of a talent, right? If he didn't make those tweaks and figure it out. And I think he will have too many people around him in his life to not push for that as well. But takes one guy. I want to look at the math. It's going to take him. Math schedule. Oh, my goodness. Look, what? this math oh. schedule coming up too. And this is where, oh. if you're Dallas, losing a game at home to the Pacers and then the night before, or, you know, on Sunday, you had that big 27-point lead at home and you lose that game. Well, check this out. What lies ahead for the Dallas Mavericks? They take on the Sixers coming up on Thursday. Then Sunday, get ready, ABC, Mavs Suns with KD. That's going to be KD for sure? Yeah, KD is making his return against Charlotte this week. Okay. Unless, you know, they're yeah. going to load manage him. I yeah. don't know. Um, and then Tuesday, they got Utah. Then they go at New Orleans, who hasn't been playing well at all. Two games in a row against the Grizzlies. <laughs> this is a tough stretch for them. Yep. No, I mean, you look at that, <laughs> and you see where they play Sacramento right there. At the, that game April in 5th. April... That that game Dallas could be trying to clinch like a play in dude, or something. No, those that's what's so fun about this. Those are gonna be such important games this year. That you mean the April fifth game against Dallas? The Kings could already have their spot clinched. They might rest their that's guy. That's true. We might be seeing Delhi. That's out there. true. Yeah. No, we aren't gonna see Delhi by then. There's no way. Well, if the Kings keep playing well, they're gonna clinch a playoff spot soon, right? Yeah, how soon? I keep I was talking I, to Jason about this. He was saying, like, I don't know. March 25th against Utah. Okay, okay. It could be. That's okay. just, just a spot. Right, right. And you clinch no. a spot. I know. We just want top six. But now I'm starting to get, I am starting to get greedy. I'm just being honest. I want the three. Don't get I'm greedy. Like, Give me, not only can you get a first round matchup where you don't have to dick around with the play in. Yeah. You get to play game one at home. Oh. Dude, this is so, this is so cool. <laughs> 
Appreciate everyone still hanging out with us, by the way. We're going to be live again. Oh, my God. We've done 90 minutes already. I know. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Half hour ago, I, I was feeling really bad about this this show. What? Why? I just don't feel like I was, I was good feel- tonight. So you, I, no, were, I, you were? No, stop. Time out. You've done this now to me, and yeah. I'm so glad you're doing it now so it's not after the podcast because there's been, like, two other shows where he's been like, yeah, it just wasn't my best today. I'm like, bro, you, you were great. And, like, I'll... I'll tell him when he sucks and he needs to pick it up, whatever. You, It's not even like, oh, you've been fine. You've been great. So whatever the shit you're feeling, like, knock it out of your head. Knock it out of your body. I don't give a shit if so, it's sinus infection. Okay, I don't care what it I'm is. I'm just going to be honest with you right now. Yeah. This is really annoying. I just said, I was feeling this way. I haven't yeah. been. And now you're trying to make me revert back to being like, eh. No. I'm just, I was like, no, I was I'm just trying saying, to I'm make fun. I'm trying I'm to empower fun. you. I'm having fun. I'm trying to empower you and make you feel good. You're not making me feel good. Obviously not. You're not. You're not. God, you got to coddle this guy. Can the Kings get the number two spot? Do you believe they can catch Memphis? <laughs> I'm going to say no, because every time I say something like that, then it's going to happen. So, no. No. Well, their schedule coming up. So, they got at Houston. That should be a W. But then they have at Denver, at the Clippers, at L.A., then home for Golden State and Dallas twice. Mm. They still Man, they still play the Rockets three times. So, that's going to be tough to catch them. My God. Have you ever looked at the end of the Kings schedule yet? I mean, I have before. But take a look at it again. <laughs> what are you sighing about? I'm not. I'm just saying take a look at it again. So they've got the Clippers, Minnesota, New Orleans, and the Knicks on this homestand. Dude, the Knicks game, the TNT game. <sighs> the Knicks are playing well. They just beat Boston, and it was really impressive what they did. The Knicks are kind of the kings of the East right now. The kings of the East. Yeah, huh? it's just like no one expected them to be this good. Where are they? Jalen Brunson has been awesome. They're fifth. And what's their record? And they're 36 and 27. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. They, they've won six. In a row. Yep. So this homestand is the Clippers, Minnesota, New Orleans, and the Knicks. And yeah, Milwaukee, who is also on the <laughs> Kings schedule. No, let's go after the Knicks. Then the Kings go take on the Suns, then home for the Bucks. Oy. The Bucks have now won, what, 16 in a row now or 15? It says 15 yeah. right here if that's updated. Insane. They beat the Nets tonight. So Giannis is on fire. That's obviously tough. Then you hit the road. <sighs> it's going to be tough. Bring it on. This is what it's about. We are entering March tomorrow. Or when you're listening to this, it is March 1st. And the Kings are in the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. The TikTok song? Yeah. You're so cool. Okay. <laughs> you're so hip. Thank you. Oh, my God. I love you guys. Um, Let's get to some of the super chats I have not gone to uh-huh. yet. Wizard donating 10 bucks. Saying, Morgan, can you sing Daddy Why You Die? I don't know that song. I don't know what that song is. Daddy, why you die? I'm kidding. I have no idea. If I had to guess, though, that's the tone. Wow, Tina getting deep on me, donating two bucks. What'd she say? Perfection is the enemy of good. You don't yell at Tina, but you yell at me, huh? What the hell's that? I'm about approach. I didn't like your approach. (laughs) Thank you, Tina. Uh, <laughs> Megan says Deuce needs a chakra cleanse. Yeah. Honestly, yes. Uh, Michael says Deuce needs an edible. Also, yes. Yes to both. 
All right, what are some final thoughts? Is our final night chat until Friday night, Kings Clippers? I thought you were going to say final night chat of February. It uh, is. I know in that. What was your favorite moment of February, Morgan? Kings related? Because I feel like that's all my life is. Yes. Um, then Kings related. Oh, man, there's so many. I'm going to name a few. The Mavs Kings game at Golden One Center Saturday night when Kyrie Luca in overtime Kings get the win with you and I that's why. on the broadcast. Is that why? I mean, come on, that factors in <laughs> living our dream and like talking about the team that we love. That's dope as hell. That G-man getting the chain mm. every time it makes me emotional. So like that just hits me hard. Um his 3000th game. Um and then that Clippers Kings game on Friday night. Just magical. All those are great. Yeah. I, it's hard to even push back. The Dallas game was such an incredible atmosphere and it makes me crave more Friday night. I mm. want that place to be rocking. Oh. I want it to be on fire. Oh. Uh, that game for sure, because of what Fox did in the fourth quarter in overtime, like Sabonis fouls out, puts the team on his back. They win a big game in the Luca Kyrie debut. Um, that Clippers game obviously is going to be an all-time classic. My other favorite moment of February, Fox being named to the All-Star team. Oh, that's a that's a great one. I just there was just something special to me about seeing a guy who got his start here, right, and who's been through the ups and downs, and for the first time is seeing like winning, yeah, and playing at a great level, and he gets rewarded, and then now the break, he's playing awesome basketball. Hopefully, his wrist is okay. I don't think it's anything serious. I yeah. He was at shoot around today, did not play tonight. Mm -hmm. He was on the Kings bench. They have a few days off here. Um, Chris Biederman, I was listening to him today with D'Lo and Casey, and they he was talking about um, maybe that he Fox wasn't sure when it happened, but maybe it happened on the windmill. Oh, well, I mean that's a lot of guys, you know, get timid. When it comes to dunking for some no, of those reasons. I, and I don't, I know, I don't want to see it. dunking, Fox. <laughs> I hope that's not the case. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other moments in February that jumped out to me. Because it didn't get off to a great start in the month of February. Where did it? Well, you had the losses in Indiana. And then that the one of the worst losses was that one at New Orleans when they lost 136-104. The Houston games were a little shaky, but. But um, they pulled out the W's. That's what. Yeah. Yeah, but they end on a, on a good note. And now it's buckle mm. up. This is what it's mm. about. This is what we all wanted was the Kings to have a chance at ending a playoff drought. And they're in a prime position here to do so. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. There's a lot of tough competition when I just pointed out that you got like the Clippers, the Suns, the Celtics are still on the mm -hmm. schedule. They come, the Celtics come to town. The yep. Bucks. But then again, you, you never know how these teams are going to look too. Then, you know, teams could be resting guys and. Never know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never know. And the G-Man play. Yes, Liam's. That's, of course, like Morgan mentioned, G-Man's 3,000 for sure. Um, Here's a question I have before what? we wind things down. I know <laughs> we have to do a live yeah. daily show tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. You guys better hang out with us. If you guys haven't checked us out, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Sacktown Sports. It's on YouTube. You can go to their YouTube page, youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Sean says, Fox is more polished in job, but Morant, a little more explosive, but Foxy's more sturdy and steady, I think, reliable as well. I bring that message up because 
I was looking at the Fox jaw numbers this year. Yeah. Fox is having a better year. Like he's shooting the ball more efficiently. I think he's playing better defense than jaw. Sure. I think Fox had been better than jaw this year. And I know we're obviously watching De'Aaron every game compared to watching jaw every game, but seeing enough of him this year. Um, and maybe, maybe it's a little bit of a, a maturity thing too, that, yeah. that makes him, and not to say that jaw Morant doesn't have that and can't lead a squad. Cause I think he's absolutely capable. And, um, this team has played well with and without him. Uh, but when he's out there, it's magic happens. I think with Fox, you really feel confident about him leading your team and everyone jumping on his back to go right where jaw sometimes just goes without his team mm. and finishes it all by himself. If that, that's, that kind of makes sense. Right. I hear you. Yeah. They're both awesome. I just think yeah. it's because you know, jaws regard is one of the best young guards in the league for good reason. I just think Fox has had a better year. Also, uh, what were your thoughts on Dylan Brooks tonight? Pulled up wearing a vest and jean shorts. Stone Cold Steve Austin, a Jace. Oh, no. It, that's what that is his inspo for sure. That has to be. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's TNT crew is saying that. Yeah. But no, it's 100% his inspo. It's not like he was like, oh, I'm just going to rock this leather vest and jean shorts tonight it's like no he was feeling that vibe i think he's my least favorite player in the league you know that's just i think that's unfair but he did hit somebody in the balls this year so you can say that right now here's the thing dylan brooks you can't roll up to the arena in a vest, okay, and jean shorts. Why? Like your stone cold Steve Austin. Why can't you? I'm gonna open up a can of whoop ass and then drop seven points on two for eleven shooting. Hey, you yeah, did, you didn't watch his defense tonight. You don't stop know something it. else. Happened. Stop it, Morgan. How many minutes did he play tonight? Twenty-seven. He, Twenty-seven minutes. Um, seven points. Two steals. Three rebounds. Two assists. Two of eleven shooting. Two of six from three. Oh. He has dropped big time this year offensively, yeah. Yeah. shooting well under 38% from the field. I'm just not a fan of a guy who plays the way he does. I think that's fair. That's I, fair. I don't like the energy he brings to the floor. And if you're rolling up like, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to stone the Lakers, then you, you can't be two for 11. Well, here's I, I, I saw the jokes before the game like, oh, he's going to go three for 16. You're allowed to express yourself through your fashion. But I felt like that was a statement of <laughs> like a costume of, hey, I'm stone cold. And it's uh, like, no, you, you, you weren't. <laughs> That's all. Oh, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys all hanging out with us tonight. If you have not yet, hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. We'll be back live on this channel Friday night following Kings and Clippers. And then Saturday night, every single game. After Kings games, we are here live. You can also catch us Monday through Friday on our daily show, 11 to 2 p.m. Pacific time on Sackdown Sports. Turn it on while you're at work. Yeah, we love you guys so, so, so much. But we got to go. You all have the best night ever. Thanks for being here. See ya! Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.